0: This Sunday, we have, for the Gospel the Wedding of Cana, a beautiful passage. The first reading, too, is Isaiah 62, and it has to do with a bridegroom rejoicing in his bride, and how the Lord is the bridegroom, and the Lord is the one who loves us dearly, and he espouses himself to our souls. I remember the first time hearing that as a young man. I was like, oh, the Lord is the spouse of my soul. Sounds very feminine. But uh, quickly, quickly, the truth of this just kind of overwhelms one. That the Lord loves us so dearly and he espouses himself to our souls is a great reality. But now let's uh, look at the wedding at Cana. There's so much to say. It's the very first thing that Jesus is going to do. It's his first moment where he's going to have a miracle, and it's the beginning of his apostolic life. So it's the transition from when he was with Joseph and Mary as a carpenter, and he has just recruited his disciples. They're leaving their fishing nets, and they're coming and following him. And this will be the first moment where he says, "I will begin." And it's interesting. He's beginning with a wedding. You know, he's beginning his entire ministry with a wedding. It's almost to say that uh, the covenant or the bond between God and the Jewish people, or the God and therefore through the Jewish people, all of humanity needs renewal. We need to come to the fullness of this wedding between God and humanity. It is the new wine. Let's read through. There was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. The mother of Jesus was there. So it's Mary that's invited. So it's the church that's invited, because she's also symbolizing the church. The mother of Jesus was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited. Were they invited through Mary, or were they invited separately? Um, It leaves you to ponder upon that. Was it uh, Jesus himself who was invited, along with Mary, I think. It might have been the family that was invited. And Jesus took his disciples with him. They run out of wine, since the wine provided for the wedding was all finished. And uh, a marriage that doesn't have enough wine is a sad marriage. Wine rejoices the heart of the human person and it brings joy and scripture is chock full of quotes on that and here there's a wedding the most joyful moment of their life and there's no wine and notice who notices it's the mother of jesus who notices that they're out of joy out of wine and so he turns to she turns to jesus and she says they have no wine and it's almost as if she's expecting him to do something But Jesus says in return, woman, why turn to me? My hour has not yet come. Very obscure words. And it seems rude at the beginning. He says woman to her. And he says, why are you asking this of me? My hour has not yet come. Seems like he's saying, no, I'm not going to do the miracle. But Mary understands something a little bit different. There's something mysterious about this passage, because she actually says do whatever he tells you. Because she knew that something was going to happen. So there must be some undertones in this phrase of Jesus that we don't immediately grasp because of translation. Jesus says they have, well, Mary says first, they have no wine. Which means that Actually, it's a fault of love because if there is a this joy of the wedding, then they should be so in love with each other, that they're filled with joy. So it's a symbol of the lack of love in the old covenant. And Jesus says, "Woman," and that's interesting. He uses the term "woman," and in this case, it really is going along the lines of um, the woman Eve the woman who is there to participate in the redemption of souls. It's the queen mother uh, you know, of Solomon who takes on a great role in the governing. It is this woman that reminds us that Jesus here is going to make a new creation. But he says to her woman, why turn to me? Or, why are you asking this of me? Um, or another translation is, what have you to do with me? Or, what is this to do with you and me? Woman, what is this to do with you and me? My hour has not yet come. It's almost as if he's saying, the hour in which I can give the real wine that can really renew the wedding hasn't yet come. So why are you asking this? Almost as if she, he's saying that. When is his hour? His hour is the cross. His hour is when he redeems his, all of our souls. And what is the wine? The wine is the new blood, the blood that he bled from his side, his wounded side. And he can't give it yet. His hour hasn't yet come. It's not the time of his passion. So this—what what is this mystery to do with you and me? And he leaves it open. woman, why are you asking me this right right now? I can't yet give them the true wine. But it's left with an undertone of I will give them this wine that we normally have, because immediately after that, Mary says, "Do whatever he tells you." And they take six stone water jars, they, uh, they're each filled with twenty to thirty gallons. Jesus says, fill them with water. They fill them to the brim. They draw them out. They draw out the water. They bring it to the steward, knowing it's water. And the steward tastes it, and it turned into wine. They had no idea where it had come from, it says. Only the, the servants who had drawn the water knew. And so what does he do? He brings a new wine. And it's funny, it ends with saying... People generally serve the best wine first and keep the cheaper wine for the guests when they have had plenty to drink. But you have kept the best wine till now. And it's true that in entering into this new wine, which he will give from the cross, in associating Mary to it, allowing Mary to take the initiative, uh, this new wine is going to transform. This new wine is going to be filled with a greater joy because it's a joy of selfless gift. Where I laid out my life for my friends it 's a joy where I put love above all things and where God becomes my all and all you know it's a joy of love and not just a i guess a false joy a joy of following the law for example and so we find in this passage that God is asking of us to uh, Renew our life in him through the blood of Christ, through this wine that we're called to participate in. This wine of his blood, which is given to us in grace, is the one that makes for the new Adam and the new Eve, makes us brides of Christ, makes us church. So this wedding of Cana is a symbol that we are called to become church through the blood of Christ through the true wine that note two Mary indicates that we're called to have it so she's the one that initiates all this she begins the ministry of Christ and this is a it ends by saying this is a great sign the receiving of the water turned to wine to give us new joy and new life in Christ so Much more can be said. It's a beautiful passage. Hopefully that gives you something to meditate upon. And maybe you'll read over and over and over again, allowing these words to penetrate. God bless.